Welcome to I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom from Dollar Shave Club, where we explain something very complicated in mere minutes to occupy your brain while you shave. In this edition, we'll be answering the question, why do we tan? As explained by someone who sounds smart because he's British. The ultraviolet light from the sun that penetrates your skin is made up of two different types. Ultraviolet A, and the even more imaginatively titled Ultraviolet B, better known as UVA and UVB. When you lay out under the sun, the UVB rays penetrate the upper layers of your skin, causing pigment-producing cells called melanocytes to pump out a dark pigment called melanin, in an attempt to either absorb or reflect these rays. The end result is that your skin goes darker than normal. Why are our bodies so determined to stop the sun from giving us warm, radioactive cuddles? Because they're trying to stop you from dying. While UVA rays, which penetrate deeper into the skin, are more associated with causing wrinkles and other signs of aging, UVB rays are likely to give you skin cancer if they bombard you for too long, since they cause your cells to mutate and turn necrotic. That sounds like one of those not-good things. It is indeed not good. Despite how much most of us enjoy hanging out in the sun, any dermatologist will tell you that there really is no safe way to get a tan, and even the healthiest-looking glow comes with some pretty serious risks. What about freckles and moles and stuff? What's their deal? Freckles are basically skin cells that produced excess melanin, making them darker than the surrounding skin. If you have a bunch of these cells clustered all in one place, that forms a mole. Most of the time, these are harmless, but if you see signs of asymmetry, jagged borders or multiple colours, or if it's changing shape and size or has already grown larger than a pencil eraser, you need to get that checked out immediately, as it could be cancerous. Man, the sun is a total d*** to our skin. Why did we start thinking tanning was a good idea in the first place? It's actually a pretty recent idea. Legend has it that in the 1920s, Coco Chanel, the world's most stylish woman, fell asleep on a boat and woke up with a tan, making it an immediate trend. Traditionally, being pale was considered the true sign of beauty. The ancient Egyptian princess Nofret was known to make her complexion paler with a combination of frankincense and yellow ochre. Japanese geishas would paint their faces with so much white makeup that they had to scrub it off with an acidic paste made from nightingale poop. In 17th century Europe, the aristocracy was so obsessed with looking pale that they painted their faces with lead, which often ended up poisoning them. Why the heck did all these people want to look so emo? It's really a class thing. In the old days, a tan was a sign that you were probably a peasant who worked outdoors in the fields, while being pale showed that you were wealthy enough to spend your time indoors, playing cribbage and saying snooty things to the butler. Nowadays, it's the reverse. A tan symbolizes that you can afford to go on vacation or are healthy enough and have enough leisure time to be outdoors whenever you want, unlike those poor saps who have to be inside all day working. It's really nothing more than a status symbol. That's it, I'm going to a tanning salon. Later, peasants. Tune in next time for more I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom. And in the meantime, head to dollarshaveclub.com for more podcasts and a big old pile of grooming products.